Good afternoon. It is Thursday, July 28th. It is time to do the Old Sun Sports Shakedown. It is the Roll Humps episode. It is episode 53. First, we are brought to you by Process Exposure. Process Exposure is a football company that puts on showcases, college visits, um, camps, and clinics, all to benefit athletes at affordable costs. We have some great interviews. We're talking with Coach Chip. We're talking with Coach Patrick Miller. We're talking with J.A. Campbell. But first, we do the Old Sun Sports Shakedown. We do a recruiting roundup. We talk a little MLB. We talk a little golf. We talk a little soccer. Let's go, folks. talking Major League Baseball. Here's what happened in the world of baseball on Wednesday, July 27th. The Phillies beat the Braves 7-2. Alec Baum hit a go-ahead single in the five-run fifth inning. The Tigers beat the Padres 4-3. The Angels beat the Royals uh, 4-0. Jansen Junk uh, didn't, was lights out. 
The Brewers beat the Twins 10-4. The Rockies beat the White Sox 6-5. The Dodgers beat the Nationals 7-1. The Dodgers struck early. The A's and Cole Irwin. Cole Irwin allowed four hits, and the Athletics defeated the Astros. The Diamondbacks beat the Giants 5-3. The Mariners beat the Rangers 4-2. The Reds beat the Marlins 5-3. Luis Castillo stayed on a roll, pitching seven effective innings. The Mets beat the Yankees 3-2. The Tampa Bay Rays edged the Orioles in ten innings uh, to end their four-game skid, thanks to Randy Arizona. The Cardinals beat the Blue Jays 6-2-1, and the Guardians beat the Red Sox 7-2-6. Folks, we are talking golf. Here's what's going on in the world of golf. Uh, First... Two-time Masters winner Bubba Watson is off to the LIV Tour. Um, Paul Casey and others are discussing a jump to the LIV Tour amid protest. And the LIV Tour is expanding to 14 events and $405 million in in prize money in 2023. Um, Stateside, here's what's going on. It's the Rocket Mortgage Classic from um, beautiful Detroit, Michigan. Um, It's a great course. The um, Detroit Golf Club in Detroit, Michigan, par 72, uh, 7,300 yards, 70 yards, an $8.4 million million purse, 79 degrees, and seven degree wins. Tony Finau is the leader in the clubhouse, eight under. Taylor Pendrith is also eight under. Webb Simpson is six under. Cameron Champ, six under. some other big names, Zach Johnson's five under, um, Stuart Sink's four under, um, Jason Day, three under, Aaron Baddeley, two under, Gary Woodland, two under, Luke Donald, two under, Kelly Craft, two under, and that's it for golf, folks. We are talking soccer, folks, and we are going to kick it over to our correspondent, um, Mr. Winston Brantford, um, over across the pond. Winston, what do you have for us? Welcome to the Old Sun Sports Soccer Shakedown. I am your host, Winston Brantford. Spanish La Liga chief wants Cristiano Ronaldo back in La Liga. That's the news today. The New England revolution to loan Josie Altador to Puebla. Barcelona beats Chelsea to count signing. Wayne Rooney's DC United sign keeper David Ochoa. Germany's pop proud of her record-setting Euro tournament. No MLS action as United States sides are taking part in the U.S. Open Cup. That's it, old son. We are on to the interview segment of the podcast. It is um, the Roll Humps episode, Let the Good Times Roll. We are talking all things Campbell Camels, and we have some great interviews. First, we talk with safeties coach Patrick Miller, ace recruiter, and then we talk with his um, Batman and Robin partner in crime. We talk to Coach Chip. Uh, then we talk with the number uh, candidate for Campbell Fan of the Year, a great, great Twitter account guy. He is Mr. J.A. Campbell. It's a great talk, folks. Um, we l- Listen up if you want to find out more about the Campbell Campbells. Welcome back to the old, welcome to the old Sun Sports Shakedown podcast. It is a great episode today, folks. But first, we are brought to you by Process Exposure. Process Exposure is a football company that puts on camps, clinics, showcases, and college visits all to benefit athletes at affordable costs. Check us out. We're in the DMV. We're doing big things. Um, so we're, we're our episode today is Roll Humps. We are talking with the Campbell Camels football coaches. We have 
Coach Patrick Miller, and it was uh, Matt Chivinelli. Close enough. Sorry, sorry, I just met you. My bad. But uh, surpri surprise guest. The more the more humps, the merrier, as they say, right? Let's uh, all right. Let's well, welcome to the show, fellas. How, how are y'all doing today? Great, nice warm day in North Carolina. Nice, so yeah, so that, that that'll tell. So so you're located in you say Breeze Creek, North Carolina. It's like a, about like 45 minutes from the Tobacco Triangle North. Yep. Sound about right. So what? Yeah, about 45 minutes from the Triangle. It's not too far. Tell us a bit about Campbell University. What makes it? You know, like what what you guys like about it? What makes you guys thrive there? You want to go first there, Chip, and then I'll just add on. Uh, I'll let you rock, Coach Miller. You've been here long. No, that's fair. Uh, for us, I mean, I think it's the uh, mixture of a small town uh, private school with really good academics that uh, also has a big city like not too far away. The area, like the Rufus Triangle you talked about, uh, voted one of the best places to live in the country uh, multiple times. Yeah. It's a uh, big, big uh, selling point for us, and it's just a really nice area for the kids all across the country, too. I mean, even we've got kids from Michigan, California now, and people want to come live in the area where uh, Campbell's at. Everyone um, wants to come to the creek. Yeah, everyone wants to come to the creek. There's no doubt about that. But, and then um, the coaches staff as well. Having Coach Minner, who played in the NFL for as many years. Yeah, Mike, Mike Minner's a stud. I grew up idolizing him. Yeah, so that's a big point. And then, you know, the six other guys that have played in the league for at least some point in time on our staff as well. So that big NFL connection, how we have those uh, NFL scouts walking through our doors. Um, you know, the rise from a non-scholarship program only four years ago to – Full scholarship, having the number one class in that short amount of time—it's just a, all of those. I think factor into what makes us, you know, unique and special to a lot of these kids. Absolutely right. Great answer, coach. For you, other coach, go ahead. Yeah, I would say to to me the thing that stands out about Campbell down in the creek is is the people. Um, on top of the coaching staff, you walk across campus and people are going to sit there, say hi, ask you how you're doing. Um, and depending on where you're from, that's a new thing for you. Um, yeah, they're totally right. I'm, I'm on the eastern shore of Maryland, which is a little more like the south. So, like, I'm used to it. But, like, other parts of Maryland are less, like, more of, like, the north. So, I, I know what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we're, we're both Pennsylvania natives. So, someone that's asked me true. how I am every day and saying it with a smile on their face. That's something new. Yeah. Um, Cross campus genuinely care um, whether you're a coach, faculty, staff, student, um, all the way down to the guy that's mowing the grass. Yeah, uh, everyone there genuinely cares. That's it's just that's a family. The best part about campus. Family, family yeah. atmosphere. Absolutely. No doubt. All right, cool. So that with that being said, why don't we? Uh, I guess I'll start with you, Coach Patrick Miller. Um, why don't you tell us about when the starting with the first time you picked up a football? Tell us a bit about your playing and coaching career. Uh, so I mean, played football basically since I was uh, six years old, all the way up through college. Uh, 
started at a small college uh, called Juniata College in Central. Park. I know where Juniata is. is. I know where my my boy played there. Yeah. Yeah, not many people do. That's the biggest one right there. So mm-hmm. I was in Huntington, Pennsylvania, near State College. So um, started out there, um, finished up my college career at Alverna University, which is right in Pennsylvania, another D3, but that's on the eastern side. Um, started out my coaching there. Uh, first was backers coach um, for the first year, transitioned to defensive line coach, and then my second year, and then went all the way down to Louisiana Monroe uh, in uh, northeast Louisiana down there at Sunbelt uh, for the COVID season in 2020. Um, had a lot of success off the field and recruiting down there, not so much on the field, which, uh, you know, some circumstances played into. And then after that, transitioned uh, to Central University this past year, um, first as a QC and then uh, getting promoted to the safeties coach uh, uh, as well. So it's been a short career for me, but a lot of yeah, no, I, I myself just, I just started coaching last year. I worked in the corporate world for a number of years and I just kind of got fed up with it. And I said, um, now I'm, I, I just, my passion is coaching and work sports media. So that's what I'm pursuing. So that's very cool stuff. We're all around the same age. So. Yeah, I lived in DC, worked in DC. So I totally feel how you get tired of that uh, that corporate media kind of Tyson's uh, Corner, yeah, just fake uh, fake uh, ass uh, people, uh, like just not like Tyson's Corner traffic, like just it's it's just I I would I'd raise want want to raise a family in DC, but I wouldn't want I don't like working there. I just want to live there with a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate I hated working there. But I, 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 in an ideal world, but yeah. So as we, uh, so what about you, Coach Chip? Or is that? Yep. Um, so for me, I started playing. Unlike Coach Miller, I wasn't allowed to play football until seventh grade. Yeah. Sixth, seventh grade. Um, my parents kind of held me back from it, and if you saw me in person, you'd realize, like, well, gosh darn, how can your parents keep you from football? Yeah. Um, so I started playing seventh, sixth, seventh grade. Uh, ended up playing middle school, high school, and then uh, in college I went to Shippensburg University. In Ship, um, you, you know my cousin Lindsay Howard by chance? She's our age. I do not off the top of my she, head. She was an athlete there. So small world. It is. So I I went to Shippensburg uh, at. Probably the the current peak of Shippensburg University football. Um, my freshman year, Mike Yurcich, who's the offensive coordinator at Penn State now, was our offensive coordinator. And then he obviously took the Oklahoma State job after that year, and we went through a coaching change. And then uh, my sophomore year, I was ended up I was a walk on, ended up getting cut from the team. And they asked me how I feel about coaching because I grew up in Shippensburg. Um, and okay. my first mentor, Coach Mac, uh, Mark Macheski, asked if I'd be interested in helping out. And I said, yeah, sure, any way I can. Um, so I did that for two years and then ended up going on to Moravian College in Bethlehem for two years with Jeff Puxton, who to me, is one of the best head coaches in college football that no one probably knows about. I, I, I'm i not familiar uh, with him, so I'm, this is music to my ears. 
It's good. It's it's a great school in Bethlehem, um, on the north side of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It's a gorgeous campus, and he runs a great program. Um, and then following up from that, I went to Alvernia College, which was college at the time, um, and then it transitioned to Alvernia University and started football. And it was there that I took over as the quarterbacks and wide receivers coach in 2018, I believe. Gotcha. Pat, your, your senior year was 2019, right? Yeah, I think it's 2018. I don't know. Okay, so then in, in 2018, all the years start to run together. 2018, I took over as the offensive coordinator there. Um, and Pat was a player with us. Um, and then from that point, I was there as the offensive coordinator until basically this time last year before I came down to Campbell, my significant other got a job with Duke Held. Um, cool. So one of the few times that a college football coach makes the move for their significant other. I respect that, though. That's awesome. Yeah, so we made the move down, and I was fortunate that, you know, Pat said, hey, we might have something here. Um, or D.C. at the time, Weston Glosser. I went through the interview process with him, and he welcomed me in. And then Coach Mint, man, again, like Coach Miller said, Coach Mint's a family guy. And as soon as I met him, we just hit it off. Um, and I knew this was the right place. Awesome. That's, that's really great stuff, really phenomenal stuff. So tell us about um... – what you so Patrick, you're the safeties coach. Tell us about I was a, I was a hybrid defender myself. Um, tell us about what you look for in safeties and what you preach as a safeties coach. Uh, so what I look for on film for recruiting, I mean speed, tracking ability, solid uh, passing ability. I don't like guys that will go down low or uh, shy away from contact. Um, you know, instincts and anything else. Like, I, I'm perfectly good looking at a running back if he has all the athletic traits and teaching him how to play safety more than anything. So I don't need a refined guy so much. As my mentor, uh, Scott Stoker, and last year going with Western Classroom, was actually taught by uh, Coach Stoker. Um, it's more about the physical traits you're looking for. And then you as a coach, that's your job. You know, you convert that stuff into a play on the field. Because sometimes, especially at the FCS level, you're not going to get a guy that has it all right off the bat. You know, the best guys down the line are going to be the guys that you train and, you know. Yeah, you need to d d develop guys, three, four, five-year projects yeah, at the FCS yeah. level. You, you, you do not finish projects. You know, 100%. So, like, we, this year, uh, you know, we took Late a corner that too. to safety last year. You know, last year we took a running back that um, converted to safety. So, more athletes than anything else. Uh you know, especially, and then for me personally, the biggest thing is just the flexibility and the hips change the direction of mobility for me. Uh, if you don't have a uh, good COD, that's usually the biggest turnoff for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, and then for my guys here... Uh, Fluid hips, I'm know, sure. Really, yeah, I mean, for, for my guys here, I'm a big scheme guy. Um, I want perfection, so I make the scheme as easy and simplistic as possible for my guys. So for me... Team assists are just unacceptable. So they have all the physical traits, you know, technique wise. Um, they know what they're supposed to do. So really, it's just a mental part of the game. And that's where I kind of harp on them. You know, mentally, if they can fully understand what they're supposed to do, that's when you're going to get the best out of them playing fast and physically. Yeah. And you've got to get them where they're not thinking. Smart, so smart savvy players win you football games. Yeah. 
So you ha- you have a unit of eleven smart, savvy players. You you can win some football games. Um. So, what about you, Coach? Sorry. I was just gonna say, what about you, Coach Chip? Yeah. So I I, I take similar philosophy. Um, again, being a guy that's been out of Division two school as a student assistant, and then. At Division Three school, you know, I came to FCS and was like, all right, well, things are going to change a lot. Um, and it does, but it doesn't. At, at the end of the day, you still look for the same key traits, whether it's change of direction, um, you know, that initial phase off the ball, whatever side of the ball that may be. You know, when you look at linemen, how twitchy are they? How flexible are they? Um, so uh, I think the one thing that – I've sort of looked at is all right. How can we get background on these kids? What are the What are they like? What do they like doing? How's that going to translate to when they come here? Um, and really, just I, Coach Miller laughs because I always say it, that you can tell he's the the hard father figure in their life. And I look at it as like, hey, I'm the cool uncle. The cool uncle. That's that really funny. Me. That that's amusing to me. And I tell him, like, hey, I'm going to tell you all the things that you shouldn't do in college. And if you listen to me, great. Your life's probably going to be better off. If you don't listen to me, it's going to make your life a lot harder. Yeah, it, no, you're, you're right about that. Right, 100% about that. You're right, 100% right about that. Good stuff. Uh, so tell us a bit about your program. Obviously, you, you mentioned the family atmosphere, but... What kind of structure and traditions do you have in place that you obviously you're a newer program, so you're kind of establishing the traditions as you go along, but it, which is you kind of get to do your it's kind of cool. And I, I, I just like I really like every aspect of the Campbell, the, the brand, the, the fighting, fighting camels. It's just the colors, the stadium, the it's just just a really, really cool, cool like unit. Chip, why don't you leave this one off? You know you're the, more the tradition guy than I am. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the thing here is it's it, it, it's almost hard to put into words unless you experience it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah. I hope I'm not underselling it when I have to put it into words. Um, but it, it's not just a Campbell football thing because I'll be honest – Coachman, Katie Knight, all the way down to our janitorial staff. You walk into the building, whatever time of day it is, and you feel like you're at home. You're you just got family. that culture. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And then you you look at Campbell as a whole, and not many people have heard of Campbell. Um, well, I, I don't know. Are you a big baseball fan by chance? Yeah, so I'm a big Seti Mullins fan. Um, of course, I'm an Orioles fan. I grew up from Maryland. And my, my travel ball coach in high school was a Campbell Camel, played baseball for Campbell. So I knew about the Campbell Camels since I was in high school. And I was like, they're mascots in Orange Camel. That's dope as hell. Like, So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how you get more distinguished than a camel as your mascot. An orange camel. They play in a great a great state, a great place in North Carolina. It's a beautiful campus. Like, what more could you ask for? I mean, I, I'll be honest. To me, the thing that embodies what Campbell University is, to a certain extent, is what, if you watch the college baseball playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the nobody's from nowhere. 
they have the darn cardboard cutout of nobody's from nowhere because I love that. An article got written about Campbell, and they said we're nobody's from nowhere. I love I love I, I, I love that. I would I would want to get that tattooed. Like that's just such yeah, an awesome when, saying. When you have two guys in the MLB get drafted in the first round, you got the number one recruiting class. I find it hard to say that we're nobody's from nowhere. It's, it's like yeah, it's like a tongue-in-cheek joke and a proverbial middle finger. Like it's really great. Yeah, so we're we're gonna yeah. enjoy riding that one for a little bit. Hey, if we gotta beat nobody's from nowhere, then hey, we'll we'll take it and we'll roll with it. See that roll 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 and with it. Back back number one, so. All right, good stuff. So um, so tell us about how you what went into getting the number one recruiting class in the in the FCS. What, what, what's the you don't have to give me your ma- trade secrets but like um, what was the magic pixie duster so to say <laughs> relationships I mean that's a big difference between us and those uh, the big power five and developing those relationships not just with the position coach the coordinators with the whole with head coach committed as a great job um, and with the support staff as well like Peyton had even our DFO talking to them when they come on their visits she talks to the parents. She talks to the kids to make sure they're taken care of, getting them applied, getting them set up. It's just that family atmosphere that, you know, once they come, they're going to be loved. You know, the parents know they're going to be in good hands and taken care of. And I think that's kind of – we don't just talk football. You know, we talk academics. We have professors come. Talk yeah, to that's visit. another uh, great like side. Campbell like, yeah, has great academics. Yeah, so it's just we don't only focus on football. Now we say, hey – this is what we're going to do with football. This is our plan. You know, we're going to go win championships. We're going to try to get to the league. But after that, we also say, hey, no matter what, you're going to get a degree. We talk about how we have great master's programs and a lot of our guys graduate in three years and, you mm-hmm. know, get that degree under us. Um, and we talk about, like, how um, our academic support staff, you know, how to make sure, you know, even if they struggle, we're going to have that support for them. And take, like I said, it's all about family taking care of them at the end of the day. And, you know, Coach Mint's not going to let anyone fail. It's why we have such a high graduation rate of our guys here at Campbell. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it's kind of, we try to make sure we're on top of everything, you know, that they're happy, that they're taken care of, you know, that they're going to be loved with us. Mad, like mad, respect, those, uh, mad respect for that. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, but I was going to say, I was, I forget what I was going to say, Don, do, do you want to say something, Coach Chip? Hang on. I'll, yeah, I'll add something in. Um, on top of just, you know, Katie Knight, Coach Mint, Coach Miller, these guys, they, they handled a lot of it. Um, the, the thing that's great about Campbell is, you know, kids are coming in to visit and Raleigh, they're flying into Raleigh Durham. Yeah. Um, and our recruiting coordinator, Braxton Harris, does a great job making sure the families, the kids, everyone's set up in a great place and they're yeah, able no to see everything. And then the thing I'll add, and this is something that isn't new to me, but I never really heard about it being done at the Division One level, is I remember one of the first official visits we had, we had one of our professors from our business school, which if you haven't looked into campus business school, it's one of the best in North Carolina. It's it's really not that far off from North Carolina and Duke. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm well. That's what I was gonna say. It's it's. I was gonna say my my favorite quote is it's not four years, it's for life. Like you need to go to college and get an education and set yourself up for the next fifty years. 
And I was just going to say, I, I went to University of Maryland myself, and I was a biz, I, I went I was in the business school, so I I, I, I definitely have respect for Campbell's. I know, I know Campbell's business school. Yeah, I, I realized that when he came in and talked to the potential incoming guys at that time, and I think from that visit, I think every single kid committed here is already enrolled or going to be enrolling within the next couple of weeks. Um, and heck, he was even trying to recruit me to finish up and get my master's in business. So it, it's not just the football or basketball or baseball, whatever school it is. Uh, even the professors on campus want you here. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So what? My last question is: So I'm from the I, I'm from the DMV. Old Sun Sports is all we rep the DMV in the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Um, what message would you have to people from the DMV? And the Eastern Shore of Maryland say come to Campbell like students, student athletes. Coach Miller, you can start it off. I mean, for us, great academic uh, championship culture. We're building something special, and you know, come championship to culture. I love that saying. Yeah, I mean, come back to be back to back number one class in the country too. You can't. There's not many people that can say they're a part of the number one class. I mean, there's only two. You know, there's the FBS number one and the FCS number one. And right now we're we were top last year and we're on track to by far top again. You know, and ahead of a probably 60, 70 FBSs and 30 power fives. So yeah, a special thing. You know, so impressive. Special. You know, I mean, not many people can say you were part of the number one class, and only 15 to 20 kids, you know, can say that. And I think that would be what I would say to them. You know. It's come just, change something, come be a part of what the baby. Go ahead, Chip. My line would be make yourself uncomfortable so you're comfortable the rest of your life. Absolutely right. I, I, oh, I love that. I, I, that's my next tattoo. Just joking. <laughs> yeah, but, but that, that's how, once you leave your comfort zone, your everything starts to come full circle. You, you see a whole different sign of life when you get outside of that comfort zone. And, and I no think doubt. Campbell, whether you're a DMV guy, whether you're in the Midwest, Northeast, West Coast, it doesn't matter. You're going to see a different side of life, and it, it's going to set you up for the rest of your life. No doubt. Well, all right. Um, so I, I guess one um, what are you what are you most looking forward to this season? Uh, you have a great schedule of games. Obviously, I, you have Coastal right and Jackson State, or just Coastal or East Carolina and Jackson State, um, Delaware State. Really, really good schedule slate of games. What are, What are you guys most? You don't have to name an opponent. I don't want you to do bulletin board material. But um, what What are you just excited, hyped about the season for? Coach Miller, you let me start this one off. Uh, I'm excited about a couple things. Uh, first one is we're going to be a part of two HBCU homecomings, which is new for me. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm excited, I'm excited to see that experience at Jackson State um, as well as North Carolina A&T. Uh, I know both of those stadiums are going to be rocking for homecoming games. Um, and, and to see that whole experience, I'm excited about. I'm excited for our kids to play in that environment. Um, and then the other one for me, again, being the Northeast guy, 
I'm excited to get back closer to home for a couple of away games. Going to Delaware State, going to Bryan, even up in Rhode Island. It's a little bit of trip for my people in Pennsylvania. Um, but be able to get up to some of those places and see family and let them come experience the, the North Carolina weather in October, um, where it's a little bit different than up northeast. Yeah. Yeah, you cold weather game. Yeah, so you, you I, I looked at your schedule and I was, I was very intrigued. Who knows? Maybe I'll make it. Maybe I'll make it out to a game. I'm, I, th- I'm thinking about going to the, going up to the Dover Delaware State game. But yeah, you let us know. We'll take care. Yeah. No, that'd be good. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking that, but that would, that would be swell, awesome. All right, so thank you guys so much, Coach Patrick Miller. Coach Matt, Matt, sorry, you say your last name again. Thank you again for having us. Absolutely, I'll have it out on YouTube. We'll roll with it. Roll humps. All right, take it easy, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Of course. Welcome back to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown Podcast. It is your host, Old Sun. We are brought to you by Process Exposure. We are a football company that puts on showcases, clinics, events, and um, show college visits all to benefit athletes at affordable costs. Check us out. We are um, doing big things in the DMV. We have on our Roll Humps episode, we have Mr. J.A. Campbell. He runs a Twitter, great Twitter account. Um, he's... He, it speaks for itself. Um, welcome to the show, sir. So welcome. What? Um, tell us. Absolutely. Tell us about what. Tell us a bit about yourself. Like what? What did you like? Um, what drew you to Campbell? Okay, so I mean, a little bit about myself. I run the at Bowie's Creek Humps with J. A. Campbell Twitter account. But so I'm a rising senior at Campbell. Um. So my mom graduated from Campbell in the 90s, so that's how it kind of got on my radar. I'm from about two hours away from Bowie's Creek now. But, I mean, when I was looking at schools, I didn't want to go the big city route. I wanted to go somewhere small. I'm from very, very rural North Carolina, so I didn't want to have to deal with traffic. That's the first time. Right, and I mean, first time I went to Bowie's Creek, I went, I went a couple times before I, I mean, decided that that was it. But really, that first visit, I knew I really didn't want to go anywhere else, and I didn't apply anywhere else. Yeah, so, so you just you got in. What's what's? I'm just curious. What's the acceptance rate like? Uh, I don't know the acceptance rate offhand. I mean, I knew I was in basically with my test scores and everything, so I just didn't really worry about it. Yeah, but I knew that. But I guess that leads into my next topic. Is like, what what do you study? Like, what, um, Campbell's a really good academic university. Right. So I mean, that's one thing. If you're coming to Campbell, you can, there's plenty of great degree programs you can get. I mean, we've got pharmacy program. You can, Doctor of Pharmacy, we've got the law school, which is huge. We've got engineering is getting big. That was started in the last decade. And Dr. Jenna Carpenter is huge in the engineering world and getting that started. I mean, education, business admin's big, trust and wealth management. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of killer programs there. So, I mean, you can come get a great degree at Campbell. It's not. That's the that's the selling point that Coach, um, yeah, Coach Patton, um, Coach Chip were saying about Campbell University is that you you can set yourself up for the rest of your life with a great degree. Right. I mean, we have a, for a small school, we have a ton of great programs, doctoral programs. That I mean, yeah, law school, pharmacy school. I mean, rival anything else really in the state. I mean, we're right up there with UNC and everything and the rest very elite um so next question like i guess tell us about um this uh, the rise of the campbell football program the campbell camels have really come a long way in a short period of time and they've had the number one recruiting class in the country they're about to have back-to-back number one recruiting classes in the country um tell us about what your what what do you like about the football team? I mean, yeah, so I guess I think it was 2008 was when they reinstated football after decades and decades of not having it. And, I mean, the first 10 years we were non-scholarship, so we were Pioneer League. So, I mean, we're really – this is the first wave of players that have gone all the way through as, like, a scholarship program. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's – you're not going to go from non-scholarship to – competing for an FCS title in one year. So Correct. But in these two years, recruiting's really stepped up. I mean, Patrick Miller, Braxton Harris, the coaching staff. Reggie Howard. Um, Mentor's been here. Mike Mentor. Those two got here and really helped get the recruiting going. And, I mean, we're expecting big things, man. We're not, we're not settling for – Losing a losing program. Why not build? Why not build a fa- football powerhouse in the creek? Why not? I mean, at this point, we can. I mean, we can be a powerhouse in the that, FCS football. Relative, yeah. Relatively speaking, yeah, you, you can be. A, you can definitely be an FCS powerhouse. Like, uh, why not be? Like, it's. It seems like a good move. Uh, so tell us the, 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 so tell us about the schedule in the Big South. Um, we lead into this upcoming season. Um, the Camel Camels were Fighting Camels were picked second in the Big South, correct? Yeah. So the Big South preseason polls and stuff just dropped about thirty minutes ago. So we were second in the Big South, but the most um, all conference elections for preseason players. So I mean. Five of the six teams in the conference received first place votes, so it's not. It doesn't. It's not like there's one big standout, really. Other than, I mean, I would argue us, but it's going to be. I mean, it's parity in the league right now. No, I mean, the schools we had Kennesaw State, we had Monmouth the last few years that have moved on. So, I mean, there's going to be a new Big South champion this year. Yeah, but, for sure. So. I think we've got a great schedule starting it off at home versus the Citadel. I mean, that's going to be a Thursday night game. I think, I mean, there's going to be, I I think it's going to be a huge crowd for that being during the school week. Everybody's still on campus. You're not fighting Labor Day, people going home. And then, I mean, we've got ECU is a big, I think ECU is a very winnable FBS game. Yeah. Right for the picking. 
ECU's a good program, but they're not. I mean, it's not like we're going and playing Alabama. It's they're not ideas. the ECU of old. Right. I mean, they've in the last few years they've struggled a little bit. I yeah, think that's that's, a win- that's fair to say. And then, honestly, really, the biggest game I think on the schedule is going to be Jackson State. Jackson State game. The coach Prime and my boy um, um, Ray Boone plays for Jackson State. I'm really excited for that game. I I don't think I'm going to make it down to Alabama, but I'm really excited for that game. Right. I mean, there's going to be more people at Jackson State's homecoming than there will be at ECU. Yeah, there's going to be. That's going to be. Gonna people be, are going to be turning up for that. It's just going to be. A I mean, great that's going to be by far the craziest environment they see. It's, yeah. But I mean, future schedules too. I mean, Delaware. I'm, I'm probably going to go to the Delo- uh, Delaware State game because I'm that's that's played close to me. I gotcha. Yeah, that's the season for now. But I mean, if you want to talk about the future schedules too, if you're a recruit coming in this next season. Or not this season, but if you're a recruit, this recruiting cycle, you're going to play games at UNC, NC State, Liberty. You're going to go to the Swamp to play Florida. I mean, you're playing big time games. It's not you're not all just playing. It's not just small FCS programs that we're playing. I mean, we're we're scheduling big schools. Yeah, right. I mean, there's very few programs and stadiums that get as crazy as the swamp it for the Florida Gators. For sure. For so, sure. And UNC's you know, nothing that's gonna to be a that. Game. I think that's twenty twenty six is what that's scheduled for, but still, I mean if you're a recruit in your four years, you're gonna play at big schools, ACC, SEC, whatever else gets yeah. scheduled between now and then. Yeah, that's that's really phenomenal. Plus like you're you, you got your there's so many games yet to be scheduled. Right, I mean that's just the few that are. There's so it's a conference realignment. It's so unpredictable. Like there's so much that good things that could happen in the future is what I'm saying. I guess. Right, like Jackson State was for this season was scheduled over the off season this year. I mean that wasn't some pre-planned thing. So I mean we can get big games added to those future schedules too. Yeah, that's really cool. Whole and, though, I'm, I mean, athletics has never been in a better place. I mean, it's just continuing to rise across men's sports, women's sports. I mean, everybody now is talking about baseball, obviously. How many because, conference I mean, championships first, was it last year? For baseball? No, oh, no, no. For everything, we won 13 conferences. 13, that's, that's elite. I mean, that's men's soccer, women's soccer, volleyball. Wrestling, football, baseball, softball, women's basketball, golf, tennis. I mean, you name it. We basically, I mean, track. We were we were there for everything. We yeah. weren't finishing last in the comp anything. I mean, know yeah. that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That's really that's really great. Really great stuff. So tell um tell us a bit about like the um academic side of or wait do, do we yeah do the academic side of things, what what programs are um, like good? Do you recommend at the pro- school, or like what? You get what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, the law school and pharmacy are probably the two biggest 
most well-known. I mean, they've been established. We've been had those going around forever. Um, engineering is relatively new, but that's quickly like gaining a lot of ground on the rest of them. We've got a really good engineering program going in. Um, I mean, we've got criminal justice, cybersecurity. Yeah. The business program's big. I mean, trust and wealth management. We're one of the best trust and wealth management programs in the world. Um, Lundy Fetterman is the business school there. I mean, nursing school, education. We got big. We're a big ROTC school. Yeah. I mean, psychology. I mean, you name it. All the major programs. programs all the major programs. And rigorous, right. I mean, rigorous program. It's not some small. You have a limited options kind of thing to pick from. Yeah, because you, you, the typical college student transfers majors two to three times. Right. Like that's I mean, a fair point. Just and so, just the school as a whole. I mean, the alumni base. We've got. Very large endowment. Um, got a lot of big donors. The giving days. Giving days successful. are great. Giving days are great, yeah. The sports, I mean, the giving days for us that support the sports and academic side are huge. I mean, we've raised hundreds of millions of dollars since Dr. Creed took over as, I mean, the head. We've had, I mean, just even all the athletic programs, I mean, in the last 15 years, really, we built the Convocation Center for basketball, volleyball, wrestling. We've resurrected football and created Baker Lane into something special. Baseball and softball all have state-of-the-art turf, great yeah. facilities there. Soccer, we've got for a small, low-major D1 school, I mean, our soccer field – it's great. Yeah. I mean, and all of that and money put in in the last decade, really. So, I mean, you can see the commitment to athletics is huge. We just had the big student union open, which everybody, I mean, anybody family was all excited about the student union. I mean, that was added dining hall, movie theater. I mean, wow, that's pool really tables, cool. air hockey. Rooms, conference rooms, study rooms. I mean, it's just a huge building there at the center of campus at the academic circle. So, I mean, you can just see, though, I mean, academics and athletics, the commitment to improving the school just in the last 10, 15 years is huge. That's really, really great stuff. So do you have any any last um, topics of discussion or anything else you want to say or any uh, shout outs or anything of that nature? I don't know, man. I wanted to, I mean, it's great having anybody that wants to jump on in Camel Nation and get on the bandwagon while you can. I mean, we yeah. post all the time to well, so, stop rising now. Yeah, so that's what I, what I do with Old Sun Sports is I started Old Sun Sports to play, help with recruiting and at, athletic placement, at placing athletes at good universities and offering them aid, aid, as they go on their athletic academic journey. And um, I, I just look, I, I just like 
like looking for good schools, good environments, good championship cultures that like to recommend to like send kids to and like, and like Campbell's like a great, great, great place. Right. I mean, if you, if you're looking at Campbell, you're going to be a winning athletic program across the board. It's just full of winners. The school, the academics are great. It's like, I mean, everybody's cliche to say it's like family when you step on a campus, but I mean, it really is. If you're on campus, you can walk 10 minutes to any other part of campus. I mean, the community's there. Bowie's Creek Elementary is across the street. I mean, baseball hits foul balls into Bowie's Creek Elementary's playground. That's funny. I mean, the athletics are just huge for the community, too. I mean, you see football posting at the Boys and Girls Club. Baseball and softball had the strikeouts for kids this year where they donated for every strikeout in the year and donated it back to Bowie's Creek Elementary School. I mean, just the programs go spend time in the community with the kids and everything else. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, just a small rural spot. I mean, we're 40 minutes from Raleigh. So, I mean, you can be in Raleigh in the big city in yeah. 30, 40 minutes. That's cool. But I mean, at campus, I mean, you're in rural America. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty, pretty tight. I, I agree. I think I like that. All right, well, thank you so much for joining the show, Mr. J. Campbell, we appreciate having you on, and have a great rest of your day, sir. Thank you, man. Yep, roll humps. Roll humps, roll humps. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never, business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam, who you know do it better? Yeah, right, no matter what, be air tight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming our music keeps you moving. What are you chewing? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Love me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy, ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. Jealousy is only going to leave you alone. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. And babe, you know you're too hard for these cats. I'm a wing because I'm too smart for these cats. While they're making up facts, they're making up flat.